Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Leafs Morning Take with Nick Alberga and Jay Rosehill. Now we got a fight started here right off the bat with Rosehill. 30 minutes of live, non-stop Leafs talk starts now. Oh yes, fire me up. 339 days later, the wait is finally over. Who's ready to get hurt again? Presented by Batano and Skip. It's the Tuesday edition of Leafs Morning Take ahead of Game 1 tonight. From Scotiabank Arena between the Maple Leafs and the Tampa Bay Lightning, Nick Alberga and Jay Rosa with you. What's up, Rosie? How are you, buddy? I don't know why you got to say shit like that, but I am just pumped, dude. We have been waiting since September for this. And uh, game one of the playoffs, I'm jacked up. I, what else can you say? I'm so pumped. I haven't been pumped for a hockey game in a long time, so this is exciting. For contextual purposes, by the way, it's uh, a saying that's become famous in Leafsland. Who's ready to get hurt again? Because it happens every year. I wasn't trying to be negative. I promise to you. But uh, nonetheless, uh, just watching the action last night, you can. The playoffs are here, man. The intensity, the hits. That was a big time hit on Joe Pavelski. The fights, Max Domi stepping in there. Uh, the crazy, crazy swings of momentum. Like the Edmonton Oilers had the LA Kings dead to rights in that game last night. Yeah, it was. I was watching a little bit of uh, Boston game, a little bit of um, Edmonton game, and yeah, there's some intensity. I wish I caught a little bit more of that wild game. It seemed like the one to watch, but uh, playoff hockey, man. Even my kid was watching. He's he's nine years old, and he's like, why are they hitting so much? And I'm like, this is the playoffs, baby. First <laughs> round, game one. That's all anyone does is just rattle the glass. Look at this. Kablamo. Pavelski. I mean, yeah. you don't like to see a guy down not getting up, but Bongo. Yeah, that's a that's a big time loss for Dallas right away. Like they were the better team in that game. And Minnesota, we talk about goaltending, and we're going to talk about Ilya Samsonov, of course, coming up with JS Chigari, who won the Consumite Trophy in 2003. Philip Gustafson was tremendous last night. Like some of the net mining was good, some of it was shaky. Alex Line with the Florida Panthers comes to mind. The anti Ronta goal. I know Carolina hangs on against the New York Islanders, but. The margin for error this time year, Rosie, is so, so slim. It's pretty crazy. It really is. I mean, you get one game and, and you slip that up, then there's then there's a tally on the board, man. You give them a win and, and you can only give so many away and your season's done. And, you know, those those late in the game saves that you need are, are the things that, that win series is when you go back and look and add them all up. And, I mean, I really think the goaltenders are – are you know the heart of the teams that go deep almost every single time and uh yeah our uh, our guest here JS Jiggy is you know very familiar with that obviously his run in 01 I think it was was just incredible him and Marty Broder battling out one of the one of the series for the ages all right Yep, we're looking forward to that in about 10 minutes from now. I want to alert all to remember to subscribe. If you're watching right now and are not subscribed, what are you doing? Subscribe. Pound that like, by the way. Pound the like button for the Maple Leafs postseason gets underway tonight. So let's hear it. Slam that like button. Tap that like button. 
and uh, leave us a review as well. Uh, checking us out over here at the Leafs Nation 401 on, on YouTube. If you haven't subscribed again, do so. Additionally, we're available wherever you find your podcast. So just search Leafs Morning Take. You'll find us. Uh, don't forget as well to visit theleafsnation.com for day-to-day coverage, minute-by-minute coverage here of the Stanley Cup playoffs and all things Toronto Maple Leafs. If you have thoughts, comments, questions, or concerns ahead of Game 1 tonight, drop them in the chat down below here on YouTube. and We'll get to them a bit later on the show. And as mentioned, coming up, uh, 2003 Consumite Trophy winner, former Maple Leaf, Rosie's former teammate. I'm sure a lot of behind-the-scenes stories that we can't share on air uh, will be reminisced here by both coming up. NHL analysts as well for Tavias Ball. In Quebec, J.S. Jaguar is coming up in about five or six minutes from now. But for now, let's get over the boards. Okay, Rosie, you've been waiting a long, long time for this. Finally, it starts for real. Some keys to victory. A couple things I'm looking at. Scoring first. How much stock do you put into that? I know even looking last night, a couple teams who didn't score first end up winning. But uh, a trend we saw late in the regular season, the Maple Leafs scored first in 15 of the final 20 regular season games. Yeah, that's huge. I mean, just statistically to score first is huge. Um, To open the floodgates first is huge. You start the game with momentum. You start the game with that positivity and, and, you know, that confidence of leading the game and getting out to the best start. It's it's huge to score first. Obviously, it's not the end all be all, but it's it's uh, it's certainly something both teams are trying to do because you basically start the game off controlling the game and they basically have to score twice on you who's already gotten a good start on them just in order to get, you know, kind of the reins back on the game, which is a difficult position to be in, especially in the playoffs. So, yeah, it's huge to score first. But as we saw last night, it's not the end all be all, but something everyone's trying to do, no doubt. I would I would probably say I would probably trend towards it being a bit cliche. Having said that, when you're playing a team specifically like Tampa, I think I would put more precedence and uh, ownership on scoring the first goal in the game because you know who the big cat Andre Vasilevsky is at the other side of the ice. Again, it goes without saying goaltending is going to be massive. We're going to talk about that coming up with J.S. Jaguar. But Ilya Samsonov, man, you get the feels last night watching even guys like Philip Gustafson, you know, make his uh, his postseason debut. So do you, you don't care at all about the numbers, obviously. I mean, you look at the numbers, uh, Samsonov, 1-6-0, 2.98, in the Stanley Cup playoffs. A different Samsonov. He was great this year. And I'm happy for, you know, I'm excited for this guy to put his name on the map here in the Stanley Cup playoffs, too. Yeah, I think he's going to make a name for himself this series. Um, I think he's ready. I think he's done it all year long. He is a different player than he has been. I mean, he's a young guy who's elevated his game. I mean, when you're, you know, uh I don't know, a, a junior player and you're playing as a 16-year-old and your numbers are this and then you just elevate yourself as a 17 or an 18-year-old and then everyone's like, I, I don't think he's gonna, I don't think he's got what it takes. Look what he did when he was 16. I mean, the numbers aren't really, they're like, what are you talking about? They develop, they get better, they grow. They're they're older and more mature. He's a young kid and, and he's, it's not like he's just kind of found a hot streak the last couple of weeks and, oh boy, hopefully he's going to take us to the promised land. He has been good all year long. And I have nothing but faith in Samsonov back there. And I believe that he is going to make a name for himself for the rest of the NHL to take notice here uh, this series. What are you looking for from Samsonov? Like ideally, I think in a perfect world, I need him to make those routine saves. But most importantly, this team has been subject to those stinkers in the past. Not as much from Jack Campbell, I felt, last year, but in the past with Freddie Anderson. You just can't let in that weak goal, right? 
Yeah, and I just think that Freddie Anderson is a, is a streakier goalie. I've I've played with him, and and when he's good, he's friggin' good, and when he's bad, he's a stinker. And and he's been like that, and he was for the Maple Leafs. And I think Campbell's got a little bit of that. I think Campbell can lose his confidence very quickly. Mm-hmm. But Samsonov, I need him to do exactly what he's been doing. And you can you can look at him and see, you know, the confidence that he exudes that he passes on to the other guys. I mean, he's big, he's poised, he's not panicking, he's not scrambling, he's out, he's he's in position and and he's just smooth. And there could be like a, you know, an odd man rush with a backdoor play and just a, a simple little slide pad save back on into position. Like it's it's very poised and it's confident. And I, I expect him to be like that again. And that that exudes off to the rest of the team and and it's uh, it's it's something that uh, rubs off on the other guys. That's important in the playoffs for sure. And yeah, make that big save when need be, and you need to do that by by playing that way. Again, all these keys are cliche, but another thing you have to look at. We even saw last night to an extent discipline. We know this time year people get hot and horny and heavy. The Stanley Cup playoffs, game one, you got guys making debuts and stuff like that. But just stay stay in the moment. I think the big takeaway as well from last year was special teams. And we talked about this the other day. The Maple Leafs power play seems to dry up at the, the wrong and worst times. You even look at last year's first round. They were uh, 4 for 28. Tampa was 7 for 33. Again, the margin for error is so slim. You score a couple extra power play goals. You stay out of the box. You never know what way a series can go, right? Yeah, it is uh, It is the time to take advantage of the power play for sure. You'd like to think that both teams are going to play hard. They're going to let them play hard. And whoever crosses the line is going to go into the box. And, and you know, if you get uh, if you pay the price on giving away power plays, then so be it. But, uh, you know, to me, the keys to victory are playing with intensity. You go out there and you you play with intensity. You hit with intensity. You you pass the puck with intensity you forecheck you bat check with intensity you're on the bench talking to the guys with intensity everything is heightened and high and you do everything hard and if you do that the chips will fall where they may and i mean everything takes care of itself if every single guy is just chomping at the bit to destroy the tampa bay lightning with whatever it is that they do well that makes them on that roster and you know we've got the personnel that if they do that they'll have success so i mean the leafs of the past i think in the playoffs have kind of been a little bit timid and a little bit looking around and they grip their stick a little bit and they're just not a team to get it done in the playoffs. And and this year, I think uh, I think their personnel has changed enough where they've got that identity and I hope they prove it here tonight. So hence all the excitement. Yeah, can't wait for game one coming up tonight from Scotiabank Arena. Note the start time as well, 7.30 Eastern start time. So maybe just a bit after that. Uh, brought to you by our new friends over at Skip. We're happy to tell you about Mitch's Dishes by Skip. Using the promo code TLN15 in the Skip the Dishes app, you'll get $15 off when you spend $30 or more on Mitch's Dishes. Please note that this offer is exclusive to Skip. Additionally, a portion of the proceeds will be donated to the Marner Assist Fund to combat food insecurity. Skip is currently serving up game time eats across the GTA and Ontario in the likes of Brampton, Guelph, Kitchener, Toronto, Oshawa, and Waterloo, among other places. If Mitch likes it, it's got to be great. And speaking of likes, make sure to smash that like button if you're in the chat right now. Uh, subscribe if you haven't subscribed already at the Leafs Nation 401 because we bring you a lot of great guests, including today's guest, former 2003 Consmite Trophy winner, former Toronto Maple Leaf, one of Rosie's former teammates now with TVS Ball. It's J.S. Chiguera. J.S., what's up, buddy? How are you? Pretty good. You? Fantastic, man. We're just looking yeah, yeah. forward to this one. First and foremost, yeah, Rosie, uh, what's what up, goes, buddy? <laughs> what goes through you, your mind man? when good you see this see ugly it's been a long time. <laughs> it has been a long time. <laughs> it's good Rosie, to see you. Rosie, go first, bud. You too. 
Yeah, Jiggy, we're getting, we're firing up for the playoffs here, obviously. Uh, you know, with your pedigree and then the run that you made there in 03 and everything else, you know, what's it like? What, what are those guys going through, especially being in the market of Toronto? Well, you know, I, I'm sure they're excited. You know, there's no better place to play in the playoff than, than the Canadian city, especially probably Toronto and Montreal, the, the, the two biggest ones. So, you know, to me, uh, I, I would be excited. I think they know that they have a team that they can go all the way with. So, uh, you know, you got to put all the, the noise aside, all the bad feelings from the past aside. This is a new year. You had a good, good season. Uh, I feel like the team is ready. It's deep. So for me, uh, if I was them, anyway, I'd be very excited because, uh, uh, you know, I like what I'm seeing on paper, anyway. Jiggy, what's your read of the goaltending matchup? So as we know, it's going to be Elias Samsonov against Andre Vasilevsky. For my money, one of the already one of the best goaltenders of all time. But what's your read in the goalie matchup in this series? Well, uh, Vasilevsky is the key to the Tampa Bay. You know, if if they uh, they're going to beat the Leafs, you know, he's going to have to be at the top of his game. And, uh, you know, it's not the goalie, uh, you know, this year, I, I feel like he hasn't played as well as he, he's been in the past. You know, he looks like he's a bit tired mentally and uh, he's giving up some goals that we used to see uh, him giving. So I think that's an opportunity right there for the Leafs to really jump on him, uh, put pressure on him right off the bat and put some doubts in his head. Because it's hard. like even those goalies, the best in the world, even sometimes you get some doubts. So uh, you got to try to do that at the beginning and uh, give confidence to your goalie because, you know, Samsonov, there's no doubt, there's a matchup one-on-one. -on -one. You know, you got to try to beat the goalie on the other side of the ice, and it's a tall matchup for Samsonov. I, I think he can do it. Uh, he's, he, you know, he's capable enough, but, you know, Russian against Russian, it has a bit more stress. Uh, you know who that guy is across the, the ice, so, uh, you know, you, you, you can give up some self goals. You got to be at the top of your game, and, it's a tough ask for Samsonov to go head-to-head uh, -head against Vasilevsky. For sure. And you know that as as well as anybody, Jig. Yeah, I wanted to ask you, since you're here, you know, we've been talking about on this uh, program for a while, just the market and what it's like to play. And especially for goaltenders, they've had trouble getting that high-end goaltender for, you know, a little while. But with you coming from the Anaheim Ducks organization for a long time, um, obviously feeling tons of pressure with the playoffs and everything, but a different market. Did you feel that coming into Toronto, that spotlight and, and that little bit extra pressure being in that market, or, or were you past that at that point in your career? Uh, well, I, I don't think you can ever get past that in a way. Uh, you know, I think I had lots of experience, so I could rely on that. Uh, and, um, you know, I was mature enough not to read the paper and watch the news and stuff like that. Obviously, my time in Toronto didn't go as well as I would have liked. So uh, I, I couldn't, you know, read what or listen to what people were saying about me. So you got to stay away from the, the negative, you know, comments and noise that that surrounds you. And truthfully, I, I really love my time in Toronto. I thought, you know, it's, it's a great organization. Uh, it's fun to play uh, in a city that, you know, you matter, where people really uh live and breathe your, your what you do you know what i mean and especially when it goes well uh it's not going to take much if the league starts winning a couple of games here in the playoff at the beginning uh you know the city is going to go crazy so that's that's a lot of fun and and uh, coming from anaheim where i played 10 years uh it was a nice change in my career at that point it really gave me a uh, some extra motivation and some extra uh juice that i needed at that time and uh so, you know, it's, I, I think 
you just get you can't make it too big. It remains hockey. You know, it's something sense enough. He's got to stay in his bubble. You know, like don't don't read what's going on. Don't listen to what's going on. Just be there with your teammates, with your goalie coach, and and be in, in the present tense and and try to have fun through it all. You know, it's uh, sometimes we make it too big. You know, if you give up a goal, that's you could have stopped. It doesn't mean that the game is over. You know, you can be the difference in the game still. What do you remember about 2003, Jiggy? <laughs> I was scared. <laughs> you know, I was really scared. <laughs> no, but no, I, you know, like uh, when I got traded to Anaheim, uh, you know, the first meeting I had with my goalie coach uh, was Francois Allaire. He told me, like, he was already talking to me about the Stanley Cup. That was in 2000. And I thought he was nuts. You know, I wasn't even in the NHL yet. And, and there, there he is. The first thing he's, he's talking to me about is winning the cup. And he, he always had told me, he's like, you know, when your team is going to be ready to be in the playoff, you will be ready. And I always kind of, you know, went back to that. You know, it was like we had, we had been working together for three years. Uh, and, you know, that was my first experience in the playoff. But I felt ready. You know, we, we worked really hard. And uh, we, I had a good season that year. And uh, so I, you know, I was a little scared, I won't lie, but I felt confident in what I, I could do. And uh, uh, at the same time, I took those playoffs because nobody really expected us to go anywhere or win against the Red Wings in the first round. So I, I took it as an experience, you know, try to get some uh, playoff experience, try to, to be better. You know, I wanted to be better after two weeks. And, uh, you know, I ended up having pretty good series, I guess. Jiggy Samsonov coming in. I mean, they put their eggs in in both the baskets with uh, with um, Samsonov and Murray. And you know, injury wise, it hasn't really worked out with Murray. We're going with Samsonov, and some people are talking about you know his record in the playoffs. When you got to keep in mind it's the bubble and whatnot. But with that going into the playoffs, does he change anything, or does any is anything different? Do you go into even more of a bubble, or do you continue doing what you're doing? What was your mindset going in? I mean, you've had so many series to get that experience. Yeah, yeah, well, you don't want to change what you're doing. You know, you get a, you know, I think he had a really good season. He looks really solid, poised and calm. And that's what you got to keep doing. You know, you don't want to do extra stuff because this one, you're going to make mistakes. Uh, and you're going to, you know, you got to try to give your team some confidence. I think that's what the Leafs need. You know, they don't need a goalie that's going to steal them some game uh, necessarily, but they need a goalie that's just going to give them confidence, going to make the key save at the right time. It's going to be solid at the end of a game. It's going to be solid in overtime. Uh, all the, the, the key moments of games, you know, they need them to be, uh, uh, you know, and sometimes it, it, you can make a step and look shaky. You got to, you know, you can't do that in playoff. You got to look solid at all time and look like you're in control, in control of your emotion, in control of your technique. Uh, when, when you have off days, I think it's important that you just focus on you know if you have a family or a girlfriend you focus on that stay away from the game for a bit don't and it's so important in the market like toronto you can't start reading about what's going on i think it's it's you know the the young kids the young guys these days you know they with the social media i think it's for them to you know not go read about yourself and see what's going on what people are saying about you and uh to me i think that would be a mistake especially in a, a market like toronto because it seems like there's never anybody happy, you know. 
Yeah, for sure. And, and lastly, just what, what what's your scope on this series? Obviously, it's been a long, long time since this team won a playoff series. I would argue maybe this is the best Leafs roster we've seen since maybe the Pat Quinn era. Uh, how do you think they match up with the Tampa Bay Lightning? And do you think they finally get it done this spring? A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I think they're going to get it done. I don't know that they're going to win the Stanley Cup this year. I, I, uh, you know, I wouldn't necessarily pick them to go all the way. But uh, I think this is the year that they're ready to beat Tampa Bay. You know, I think uh, Tampa has had some tough season in the past, and I don't see them as deep or as hungry as they were in the last few, uh, few years. And Toronto, I, I really like the Ryan O'Reilly addition. You know, I think he's he's the real deal. He's really a good leader. He's a guy that will do anything to, that it takes to win, plays the game the right way, and uh, he's been there before. He knows what it takes to uh, to win a cup, and I think he's going to make uh a huge difference in the playoff and and uh i i think they're ready and i i i'd like the leafs in six in this series they can afford to go in game seven you know and then again a goalie like vesilevsky because you just don't know what kind of games he, he can pull out but so you got to put some doubt right off the bat you know and and go five or six games but uh you know i think that's the year that they're gonna at least go in the first round for sure I like it. Jiggy, you know, going to the finals and going all the way, what that takes out of you mentally and physically. This team over there in Tampa has done it three times in a row. Does that play a factor in, in where their heads are at and, and how much they got left in the tank? No, for, you know, I think it, it takes a lot out of you. You know, there's injuries, but the, the mental fatigue is there for sure. You know, and I think yeah, there's a point that you're mentally not as hungry as you were to win the cup. And uh you know i think that's just normal they've played a lot of games they've played a lot of series and uh who knows you know they're a good veteran team they yeah uh, there's good leadership in that group uh, so hopefully uh you know we'll have a good series but i think that's you know if the leaves can can really go hard at them and i'm not talking necessarily like uh, being dirty or overly physical but just go hard put pressure on their d put pressure on their goalies the third and fourth line, you know, you have to be at your best because I don't think Tampa Bay is as deep. And maybe mentally they won't have that fight in them uh, like they had in the past year. And I think that's normal. You know, I think we're not, we're not done with Tampa Bay. I think we'll see them for the years to come. You know, they'll still be a good team. But, uh, you know, I see the Leafs being a better team this year. Never know what's going to happen. And, of course, there's a correlation because we all know the jersey number you both wore, right? Samsonov wears 35. You wore 35. So, hopefully, this is the year for Ilya Samsonov and the Toronto Maple Leafs. Jiggy, could not appreciate this anymore. Great insight. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. And, hopefully, uh, Samsonov has a little bit more success than me in that number, in that jersey. <laughs> You're made uh, here. Thanks so much. Thanks, Jiggy, man. Good to see you, uh, dude. Thank you, guys. See you, Take Rosie. Care. What an absolute. Yeah, what an absolute gem. Your former teammate, uh, J.S. Chigar. And again, 
a lot of people will say that uh, anywhere you play. I wish it was a better time. I wish it was a better time. But you could take nothing away from Jiggy's career, man. He was a good goalie. And I I just give him credit first and foremost for coming to this market, man. It, it is tough. Like, I'm happy you brought up that question. And I like when we bring up that question to former players on the Leafs, man. Until you you live in the market, uh, you know, as somebody for me covering this team or like you playing on the team, you just do not know what it is to be a Toronto Maple Leaf on a daily basis, right? Yeah, I mean, I like to ask that for sure because I just remember, like, uh, you know, especially going from Anaheim to Toronto, I mean, guys cruise in in their flip-flops and mm -hmm. their shorts and their golf clubs are in their bag and no one's bothering them. And if they're on a two-game slide, it's not that huge of a deal. Where you go to Toronto and, I mean, you walk into the practice rink and there's fans outside waiting for you. <laughs> you go inside and if you're on that two-game slide, it's walking on eggshells. Everyone's kind of pacing around and there's a meeting at meeting at nine. We're gonna we gotta go over some more video. And it's just it's just high intensity all the time. The pressure and the weight of winning is on your shoulders all the time. And it's different. But the 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 offset of that is when you are winning, it's just everyone's stroking you off. You can't pay for a dinner. People want to buy you drinks and blah, blah, blah. And it's a, it's a wicked place to play, but it's just a little bit harder to have success. And I, I think Jiggy saw that big time coming from Anaheim to Toronto. So lineup notes for this game, first and foremost, before we get to the Botano wrap-up, uh, Nye, Simmons, Lilligren, Timmons, Gustafson, the projected scratches. We went over the lineup yesterday, so nothing has changed from then. And remember the name Tanner Janot? Just the boatload of picks he went for at the trade deadline. Well, he's not going to play mm -hmm. game one for Tampa. I know he took to the ice for practice before they left for Toronto, but he's not close, it sounds like right now. A right leg injury was really gruesome against the Islanders back a couple weeks ago, but I would assume at some point in time we'll see Tanner Janot in the series. But that is the latest when it comes to the lineup, but pretty much as we expected, right? Yeah, I think so. And I think we should be happy. Obviously, Murray's not in there, but... Um... For the most part, we are we are as healthy as we can be. We've got guys in reserves. We've got some some mixing around that we can do with the lineup if need be. And it's just nice to go in here and, and not have any excuses and, and be ready. And your big boys are playing big. Your guys are healthy. We're well-rounded. And we got the team that we wanted to have going in there. So um, no excuses that way and nothing to be worried about as far as not having the team that, that we could have. And it's just nice going in there on... Uh, going with full barrels ready to rock tonight. All right, let's get to the Botano wrap-up presented by Botano.ca. The game starts now 19+. plus. Please play responsibly. And we're looking at game one, of course, between the Maple Leafs and the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning tonight at Scotiabank Arena. And I'm looking at one man and one man only. Of course, his name is William Nylander. I, I like the shot prop. I like the anytime goal. I crunched some numbers, Rosie. He has eight goals in the, in the past 14 playoff games and 10 in the last 19, three and seven last year against Tampa. It always seems like Nylander comes to play. So I'm looking at Nylander to score tonight, potentially. Yeah, I like it. I was trying to think about who I like out there. And, um, you know, I think Ryan O'Reilly is going to be a big piece of the puzzle, whether he's on the score sheet or not. I just think he's going to be a presence that that keeps coming in waves and, and gains that consistency shift in and shift out. Samsonov, I think, is going to be a huge deal, as we've talked about. And then what, what makes me so happy is I'm talking about that and, and, you know, easily Mitch Marner or Austin Matthews or Nylander or even Tavares could just come in huge and you know, make a presence statement uh, during this game one. And it's just, there, there's enough firepower on this team that anyone could come out and snatch it. But yeah, I mean, 
you, you never know who it's going to be. They were talking about Nylander being, you know, cold going to the playoffs and people are tweeting about they're worried about him. And then he just totally turns it on the last few games just to show that I'm ready for the playoffs. And yeah, I don't mind him being hot at all. You could take any of them, to be honest. It's just too exciting to see what's going to happen. And I think the Leafs win tonight, by the way. I think they follow up on what they did last year. I'm not going to go to the extent of them winning 5 nothing the way they did last year. And I would look at the over, 5.5. I think that number is a bit low. Um, I think Vasilevsky's a bit more human than we're leading on right now. I think he's at a so-so year. And I think there's going to be some goals scored in the game tonight. So I would trend towards the over between the Leafs and the Tampa Bay Lightning game one. Looking at the chat as well, uh, I uh, a lot of support, obviously, for the Leafs and looking forward to game one. You see the Bertuzzi uh, uh, stolen stick yesterday? Like, that's just so playoffs. It reminded me a lot of, like, the Colorado-Detroit series in the 90s. Yeah, you can't tell me he wasn't totally, totally <laughs> copying that, man. And then he tries to break it, but it's not like the old wooden stick of the 90s. It bounces yeah. back on him. He doesn't even break the blade. Too funny, but I mean, I love that shit. Everyone's finishing mm -hmm. their hits. There's scrums everywhere. I love how the benches are beside each other, and there's scrums, you know, after the whistle, during line changes, during the play. That stuff is the best. It's the best to be a part of, and it's the best to watch, and I love that it still exists in the playoffs, and as pussified as they've made the entire regular season, <laughs> it is nice pussified. to see the playoffs still have some uh, old-time hockey in it. Dude, I couldn't be, believe the outrage last night by that Matt Dumba hit, man. If if let's just get rid of hitting if we're not going to call that a hit anymore. And by the way, the chat says seventy two percent said the Dumba hit was clean. Like this is playoff hockey, right? Yeah, I noticed there's a lot of a uh, lot of feedback on that, and I mean, oh, man. you just you just can't go down wide without being strong on your skates, ready to to take a hit. I mean, it it takes away from your speed, it takes away from your hands. But you just kind of got to be ready for that, man. I mean, I hate that he's mm -hmm. hurt, and I hope he comes back. But you got two guys surround. You're surrounded by two guys, and you have the puck, and you're taking a shot on net. You you're, you're going to tell me that you're just no like he hardly braces himself. I mean, Dumba hits like a truck, and you got to be aware of that out there. It's the fucking playoffs. I'm sorry. Sucks that you're hurt, but man, you're allowed to crank a guy. It is hockey. If you don't like it, there's plenty of sports that are non-contact. Very well put, Rosie, as we move on in the chat here. Uh, Colin writes in, Achari scores tonight just to take. I like that quite a bit. James writes in from Scotland where he'll be watching the game tonight. Stomach already doing somersaults and face-off is until half past midnight where I'm. That, that's dedication right there, man. You're staying Love up it. past midnight for puck drop. That's a late, late morning for you, isn't it? I like to see it, though, man. Yeah, it's it's crazy, all the different time zones. I mean, it's tough to be a fan out uh, across the pond. But uh, if you got the passion, you just got to plan your day accordingly. But um, even last night, you know, in the Oilers game out east, you guys are watching that at 10, 15, 10, 20 puck drop. And then it goes to overtime. I mean, geez, you got to be putting in a shift to get the whole game in like that. So, uh Nonetheless, I like the start time today, and uh, the only game I really even know that's happening is this one because I have yeah. no gives a shits about anything but this one. It brought me back to old times. So for those of you who don't know, I worked at NHL Network Radio on Sirius XM for eight and a half years, and I did the night show for the predominant time I was there. And in the playoffs, man, it was like I had to do a one-hour post-game show from the conclusion of the final playoff game. And I remember one shift specifically, I finished at 4 a.m. Eastern time. And that just destroyed me for the next three days. But I do it because of the cup, man. It's just a, 
it's a different feel in the Stanley Cup playoffs. You pull Leafs fans, what they would do to win a cup, man. They would give anything, including their first and second born. So that's why I did it. Uh, shout out to everybody in the chat today. It's been electric, over 100 uh, um, watchers right now and viewers right now. Uh, many in, in the chat as well. So keep the uh, momentum going as you move forward here. And we'll have a show coming up tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern time. If you haven't subscribed at the Leafs Nation 401 for lo lots of great content, you can go back later on today. I will post the JS Jaguar interview with a lot of great interviews. Matthew Nyes, Bruce Boudreaux, among others. You list it. We probably had them on the show. So hello to everybody who's new watching and subscribing. And uh, hello to everybody who's been a, a loyal viewer for a long, long period of time. The journey begins tonight, Rosie. Let's do this, buddy. Yeah, let's get this show rocking, man. Get everyone on the chat. Get the uh, Twitter machine going tonight. Let's get uh -huh. Leafs Nation rocking, man. There's no better and more exciting time of year than what's going on tonight. There you have it. So again, coming up tomorrow on the Wednesday edition, a full recap of Game 1. And we'll look forward as well to Game 2 coming up on Thursday night from Scotiabank Arena. For Jay Rosehill and producer Alex, a bang-up show as per usual. Many thanks to everybody in the chat as well as our guest, J.S. Jaguar, I'm Nick Alberga. Thanks so much for listening and watching. Take care.